Blog Talk Radio.
archives that Facebook is pulling down. That is um, Blog Talk has toned down a little bit where we don't hear the music, but we still have our minister. I'm going to check to see if Elder Ron is on the line so we would know how to go about this service. Elder Ron, are you on the line? Okay, I'm not for sure if he's on the line because with uh, her being um, at the airport, she opens up the line, and I don't know if his line <coughs> is able to be opened, but just in case he has to call me on my cell phone, I want him, if he can hear me, to say, call me on my cell phone, therefore blog talk as well as Facebook will be able to hear what the ministry is going to be about tonight. We know that we're talking about family, and we know that um, God is so much in need right now. God is such an awesome God. He's such a um, God that covers us and keeps us. In our time, I mean, you know, we uh, when we're young, we sing a song that says, Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Whether it be calling on his name for peace and quiet. If you're calling on his name for peace. If you're calling on his name for understanding. If you're calling on his name because of family or self or whatever you call it on his name for. No, hold on, this is uh, Elder Ron. Hey, Elder Ron, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now on my cell phone. So, okay, uh, I was talking on Blog Talk, but uh, you couldn't hear me. No, I couldn't hear you. But uh, Blog Talk Radio can hear you as well as Facebook can hear you. So what I'm going to do is I'll finish my statement, then I'm going to hand it over to you, and we're going to go from there, okay? Okay. Okay, so as I was saying, when you are calling on the Lord, like at this present time, I was calling on God to make sure there's a way, because when the enemy of your soul tries to attack, he tries to use old tricks, but then sometimes he tries to get smart and use new tricks. But you have to always be praying. When you're not praying out where people can hear you, you have to be praying on the inner man. And as I, my inner man was praying, I said, God, make a way that this word will not not be heard tonight. Yeah, I said not, not. That this word will be heard on tonight because the enemy is trying to keep us from hearing what God has put on the man of God's heart to share with us. So without any further ado, Without any further hold up, I would like for you all to welcome Elder Ron Montgomery as we co-host this program tonight for the fourth Monday of this month when we're talking about family, the importance of family and the importance of family doing things the biblical way because that's when family that is under a bloodline is blessed by the bloodline whether they are so joined to your family or they are original bloodline. So, uh, Elder Ron, it's in your hands now. Thank you, Apostle Alex. Thank you so, so very much. Uh, It's so good to be here tonight. Um, And I agree with you. The devil has thrown all kinds of things in our pathway, but the Holy Spirit survives. He doesn't just survive. He thrives. I, this D.D., wants to show that the devil can do nothing against him. And we're going to get this word out today about family and marriage. And this is a very, very important lesson because we're going to do a little bit of summary of the family reunion we just had about two weekends ago up in Putin Bay, Ohio. And we had a lovely, wonderful, God-fearing and God-celebrating time at our family reunion. I just want to thank everybody who was a part of it. And I got to speak to uh, a lot of people up there, and I got to bring some of it with me. 
I'm hoping that uh, most of them are on the line tonight because I want to get their comments along with uh, some of the things they said in their interview. Lord, open up first of all with prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you, O Lord, just to thank you. Thank you for everything. We know that everything that we consume is a resource, and we know that you are the source of all of our resources. We produce nothing. All we do is come to you, O Lord, for the things that we want and the things that we need, especially, O Lord. And we remember also that we take nothing with us when we leave from here but our divinely inaugurated souls to be with you in eternity. And, Lord, we just thank you for that opportunity. We thank you for the opportunity of life and the ability to be able to live it for you. Oh, Lord, we just thank you for these things. We ask and give praise in the name of our King, your Son, Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh, Lord, and we just continue on today. Let me tell you about my situation. You and my wife and I are doing this program together. Right now, she's uh, drilling uh, holes in the sky in an aluminum tube. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, she was supposed to be in Atlanta, but her flight got canceled <laughs> out, of, uh, out of Dallas, and she had to go on a later flight. And uh, right now, she's uh, in the sky on her way to, to Atlanta. So she's not going to be able to join us, but uh, we've got a bunch of other family members that are going to join us, uh, not only in person, but also in absentia. And we're going to invite anybody on the line to make comments about the things that we're talking about. Okay? All right. Well, I, but Mr. Ron, I was explaining to our listening audience on Facebook that uh, the lines aren't going to be open because uh, Apostle Elect Cecilia is in the sky also, so she won't be able to open the line, so they will have to either call your phone or my phone in order to be heard. So that's where we're going with uh, the, how the program is going to go tonight. Because when the enemy try to rush in like a flood, we know that God raised up a standard. What he meant for evil, God is going to use it for his good. So we're going to uh, continue on with that. I hope they are listening in and they hear. You either need to call Minister Ron's phone or my phone, Elder uh, Minister Renee. Thank you. Well, you're really going to complicate things for me, Mr. Renee. <laughs> I'll see if, if I can survive, okay? Okay. Um, the great thing about our family reunion, as you recall, yes. was the fact that the center of it was the church service. Yes. And I wish every one of you could have been there. The service this year was held in an old-fashioned church. I mean, it, it, it was just a, I think it may have been the oldest church on the island, yeah. but it was so beautifully decorated, and uh, it was a wonderful arrangement. Uh, and as usual, you know, the shepherd of the house has to be there, uh, particularly when visitors are utilizing it. And uh, the pastor there, she was so, so impressed with the services <laughs> that went on, uh, she invited yeah. us back anytime. <laughs> yeah. it, was a, it was a wonderful time in the Lord, I'll tell you that right now. Um, and after the service, uh, that was the day that everybody wanted to explore the island, did different things. So while we were resting, uh, several of the uh, people from the Couples Collective, I got to, to kind of eavesdrop on them, were having a discussion. And uh, one of the discussions well, the main part of the discussion was about the importance of church service uh, being the centerpiece of the family reunion. Um, the, the people that were there was uh, were uh, uh, Joe Fletcher, uh, that's um, uh, Sheila Ann Fletcher's husband, uh, Latoya Lindbergh, you know, a cookie dog, Felicia uh, Gibson Gills, uh, and my wife Tony was there. And uh, they all had something to say about this. But Joe kind of opened up the conversation with this, uh, talking about what our church service was. There's a bit of a twist of a difference on it. Listen to this.
the devil is still busy, isn't he? Yes, he is. That's why we're asking all of our listeners to be in prayer. Whenever the word of God is coming forth, don't just listen, but pray while you listen. Always be prayerful because the enemy of our soul is always trying to block. But we know that God will show up and show out. God will make sure it comes through. So be a little patient with us. But while Minister Ron is getting it together, I will keep talking to you and just share with you what I heard at my family reunion. I heard the voices of my family, the ones that's gone on to be with the Lord, as well as the ones that were there, because we sung our family motto song, Precious Memory. When I was looking at my family and I saw the children of the children, being from the third generation, and I was looking at the fourth and the fifth and the sixth generation. When I was looking, I could literally see the way they saw the family reunion when I was a child. Are we ready yet, Minister Ron? Okay. Well, I was listening to us sing, and we didn't have any music. When I was a child, and we would have the family reunion, the music would be so powerful, so anointing, that people would come off the streets. Our family reunion looked like a, a literally a concert. And when a prophet Antoine came in and he began to play, I said, listen to when David entered the room. I thought about the scripture when it said that Psalm, when he was dealing with evil spirits and David played his instrument and how the spirits had to leave. And that's what I I heard this this family reunion time, that when Prophet Swan came in that room and began to get on the keyboard, and I just heard him sing. I mean, that was such an awesome, awesome time. When I saw how my, uh, this is Felicia calling in, let me see. Um, is Felicia part of the program tonight, Minister Ron? Yes. Okay, hold on. Hello? Hi, how are you? Are you all right? Are you part of the program tonight, Felicia? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, let, me, let me let me merge in. <laughs> okay. Well, I thank God that Felicia called my phone, and I don't have. Elder Ron and um, Prophetess Teresa, uh, Felicia uh, Gibson Gill. When the enemy tries to enter into being anointed by God, we are not able to save devices. So we're going to use whatever avenue we have to get this word out tonight. I just want you all to be praying for us as we go forth. And we know that we're dealing with a lot. On this week, because the enemy has been trying to block. But we're going to stay on assignment and say, God, we trust you. We trust you even right here. We trust you through it all. Because one thing I do know, that all things are possible through Jesus Christ. All things. No matter what it looks like, all things are and we believe God with every little thing, every medium-sized thing, every big thing. Because one thing we know, when we give our cares over to the Lord, he's going to work it out. And we're going to trust him. So I'm going to uh, uh, see if Minister Ron is ready. Minister Ron, are you ready to take back over? Yes, let me uh, pick up where I left off from, if you don't mind.
Holy Bibliana family. We'll talk about that a little bit later, too, because of the way the Holy Spirit uh, drew people into the church. Folks who weren't family members, but the people who heard the out, from the outside of the church the service going on. Now, come on, was that a choice? Noise being made for the Lord? Uh, I want to know, because now I heard that uh, uh, Felicia is on the line. Is Toya on the line? Did you hear from Latoya? Not that I know of. I don't know if Felicia has. Latoya had uh, quite a bit to say in this uh, interview. You know, one part of it, she talked about something, and uh, I, I, I really need to do the research on this. I've heard of this before, but I can't name it right off. It's a tribe love languages. Toya talks about this a little bit. Listen to this. I am Sweetie's granddaughter, 
I'm on the Seabury side, and we are the grandchildren of this table. Um, and just going back and kind of trying some things in and going on. The five love languages that Toy was talking about were words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. And whether our family realized it or not, we were actually activating all five of the love languages throughout our family um, speaking life into someone with words of affirmation, um, acts of service, actually being okay with serving one another. When I was a little girl, they would come in and cook the days. You know, they would come in and start praying early. They would set the atmosphere for what God wanted to do. And our family also gives gifts all the time. We have gift cards to the first person to get to the family union, the last person to get to the family union and the first person to get to the church service on Saturday morning. So we were giving out gifts. And then we had quality time. We spent time together. You know, it's not about playing the games and, you know, going over some things. But our kids need to know where they come from. Mm-hmm. Our genealogy with Anne was traced back to 1865. We learned that we've been a part of clergy since that time frame. So this family has ordained and set for a purpose for such a time as this from the beginning to be in place as leaders and Levites in this time. So we actually took hold to that, but we understood that God has been keeping his promises from that day forward until now. God has kept his promise to be with us. He's been Jehovah Shalom. He's been here with us. He's kept us through it all. It might not have been peaches and cream throughout our family, and we're going through some tribulation. We're going through some trials, but God is a covenant keeper, and we recognize that God has kept his promises. So the scripture that we actually based our being in was actually based out of Psalms 145. And just bringing up the scripture, he began to talk about how God doesn't change. His kingdom, according to 145 and 13, and the NIV says your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Mm-hmm. And your dominion endures through all generations. So the Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all he does. So we recognize the faithfulness of God. Now what could be questioned with our faithfulness, because in a covenant relationship, he doesn't break and a three-quarter, you know, is not easily broken. So we had to look at ourselves, but we recognize that this family, the 61st family union, after a pandemic, we needed to give God glory for keeping his promises. Even though we lost loved ones along the way, quite a few during the pandemic, we recognize that God still was worthy of the praise. He was still worthy of what he had done for us from the beginning until now. And God is still carrying us through his promises of his word. So we recognize as a team, yes, we want to do a destination, but we needed to keep what we had in front of us as a foundation. It's still holiness right here, whether it's on the island or in the storefront. But God has still kept his promises, even though he brought us from a mighty long way. We have more kids graduated from college. We have family members that have outstanding differences. But we understood that what our family gave us, more than money could ever buy, what degree could ever give, was Jesus. What they gave us was the gift of salvation. What they gave us as children was the ability to get to God for ourselves. The ability to get our knees and lift up our hands to a holy God and understand that he was our God and we belong to him. So as a team, we wanted to have some kind of family union, but we needed to keep some things in place. And we understood that one of the things that made our family signature was we have a family church service, which most people have never even heard of, even in telling some of our clients that we were looking for a church. I said there's a Catholic church and there's an Episcopal church on the island. Now, we went to an island, put in Bay, Ohio. If you look it up on Google, it is party, party island central. It's known for its nightlife and its beautiful scenery. But I want you to know on Blog Talk Radio that when God sent the sound into the earth, when the prophet and the mystery hit the keys, there was a sound that came from heaven. And when we began to sing, there was a voice that began to echo throughout the island where people came in off the street. And they wanted to know what the sound was. So while we were understanding and giving God worship for keeping the 
similar line of people wanted to cabbers and you know, the, the women off the street would come in and they would wrap sheets around them. I remember when people would come in and they would grab their hand and just begin to pray, even when they were addicted to drugs or they were on alcohol. See, that's the part that we got to reveal. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Amen. Oh, you. Oh, you. Oh, you. Oh, you. Oh, you. Oh, you. Ron, can I say something Sorry. real quick? This is Minister Renee. Oh, can I say something? Um, I am in, I'm, I'm, in, I'm a grandchild of Molly and George Seabury. Felicia is wow. a great grandchild of Molly and George Seabury. I am a third generation. She's a fourth generation, and that's why she said fifth and sixth. So if anybody's listening, I don't want them to think we skipped over. But my grandmother was promised by God down to the seventh generation, but she prayed down to the hundredth generation. So if we're already prepared where the fourth generation is already in place to teach the fifth generation, we got to learn how to pray it down to the next seventh generation, to the next hundred generation. So as she said, we came from eighteen hundred as Levi. Ah I I I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm no, no, you're not finished. Mm. But uh, let me let me insert this thing. Here's another a part of the interview uh, uh, with Latoya, and she brought up an interesting point. Uh, she and Felicia uh, were talking about somebody who came there who was uh, a family member, but uh, he wasn't known. Mm. <laughs> he was his father.
he looked at me with bright eyes and said, you, huh? Just like the, the Bible says, name that said to him, you the man. He said, you, huh? You the one that hurt my feelings. He told me what I did, and I, I kind of went to giggle, but at the same time, I had to think about it. It's been 50 years she has been carrying this thing around with him for 50 years. And are we so high on ourselves? Are we so above ourselves? Are we so holy that we can't say, I'm sorry? Would you please forgive me? Because when somebody hurt our feelings, we want them, you know, to ask us to forgive them. But why do we always have to wait for them to ask when somebody says what you did? Why don't you be the person that say, I'm saved, I'm sanctified, I told God, yes, God, your will, your way. When I open my mouth to say to that young man, I'm sorry. And as the prophet has just said, just to see the relaxation in his shoulders, just to see the relaxation in his face, just to see because he knew I wasn't just saying it. So was grieved. I was grieved knowing that somebody had carried that much hurt around for so long that I inflicted because of the words that came out of my mouth. I'm saying all that to say, when we had our family reunion and we had a chance to love on one another and we had a chance to forgive and to ask for forgiveness and we had a chance to be delivered and set free because, see, a lot of times we don't know that the word is true. This little member right here, in between the teeth and the gum, in between the lips, it's the tongue. It kindles a great fire and it starts a lot of damage. But I thank God I had a chance to say, I'm sorry that that fire would not be burning anymore because the level of love and the seed of love had been dropped in that spirit. And I thank God for being willing to be used by him to correct the thing. And I'm saying that to say to you all, it's never too late to correct. It's never too late to say, can you forgive me? I'm sorry. Because see, as uh, the word of God speaks, when I was a child, I did things as a child. But when I got older, I put childish things away. I was a child, but I was older than them. And when I said what I said to them, I said it to get a laugh. I got what I wanted, but I didn't realize the damage it had done. So I want you all to know, you have to pick up your banner, and you have to go to the person that you know that you hurt, or you need to go to the person that that have hurt you and let them know. and But you pray before you go so that you can get from them what you need. And if they don't, God will instruct you of what to do. I thank God that my sister that I lost on Monday the 18th, I had a chance to say to her, Sheila, I love you. And she had a chance to tell me she loved me. So with everything that was said, one thing I do know is my sister was a prayer. She can, an intercessor, she can pray. We would tease her because she would pray for the birds, the fish and the fishes in the, uh, in the bowl. She would pray for anything and everything. I thank God for the opportunity for this ministry to come together on a fourth Monday to share our love, to share our beliefs, to share our God with you because God said his word will be heard in our in every, in every which way, highways and byways, from the north to the south and east to the west. And with that being said, as the prophet said, we was on an island. And because the word was brought on an island, his word is not going to be left out. The island was known for its nightlife and beautifulness, as she taught, taught us on tonight. But the word of God came, so there is no excuse. So with me saying that, I'm going to give a prophetess, a chance to have some last words also. And we just want you all to know, stay prayerful. After she speaks, I'll give our closing remarks, okay? Prophetess, would you like to have some closing words? 
you know, I just want to ask the parents to please lift us up um, with the loss of Molly and with the loss of Sheila. Um, lift up their children and their siblings. Because we know the loss of a mother is like no other. I just really bring them through this place. Praying for Cecilia and Tony, God, that you give them travel and mercy. God, to even favor God with the airline, God, as we make every time for that designation. And just want to speak to some people that might be saying, well, my family not saved. I'm the only one. The word says, because of one man's obedience, many shall be saved. Yeah. Take that word and hold on to it. And don't let it go. And watch God save you and it just don't mean your immediate help. God will save your family yeah. just because of him. Yeah. Just because of him. Yeah. We join our faith with yours. That what God did in our family, mm-hmm. what he's continuing to he's going to do it in yours. And if you're in this family, and you don't have not taken your rightful place, and you're living beneath your purpose, and you know it, stand up and allow God to bring you to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not always about going to get you. The prodigal son's father didn't come get him. He prayed, I'm sure, but his son had to come to himself. So I'm asking God to keep you right mind to come to yourself where you'll be turning out. And we love you. Amen. Thank you, Lord God. Like she said, don't come off the wall. Don't come off the wall. Be that one standing by the river. Stay there. Excuse me, I thank God for the service of tonight, that even though the enemy of our soul tried to block, well, I just pray and ask God to cover each and every one of us, our homes and our families, to cover every ear that heard, every eye that saw. God, just cover every person, every family, every household. God, cover our finances. God, keep us. Keep us, God. We want to be careful, God. God, we just trust in you. We believe you from the rising of the sun to the setting down of it. God, we believe you in every hour, every minute, every second of the day. God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for another day. Thank you for another opportunity to say thank you. God, we just ask everybody to just get on their knees and say a prayer. But everybody and anybody, even yourself, ask God to give you the heart and the mind to want to be saved. As of right now, as I always say, everybody that's attached to this line, attached to this video, attached to this ministry, I place you in the Holy Ghost today. We love you with the love of the Lord, and there's nothing you can do about it. Amen. So we're going to tell you about, um, we're here every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This Monday coming up will be Dr. Serena Wright, please tune in. On Sunday morning, we're at 9.30 a.m., 10.30, I'm sorry, 10.30 a.m., our very own apostle elect doctor, I'm sorry, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, with Minister Margo McCord and Minister Brandon Kaiser will be bringing up the service on Sunday morning. Please tune in. And this Friday is um, the fifth Friday of the month. Myself or either prophet, Ashwan Thomas, will be bringing forth the word. We will see what God has to say. And we just want you all to know that will be at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Just ask God to touch your heart. Ask God to give you a warmth, to want to be saved. And no matter what the enemy says, the more you pray and the more you seek God, the more God will reveal himself to you. Don't worry about you hit your toe on the corner of the bed or you fell down on the floor. Get up and talk to God. God will teach you how to change it. Get involved in a church that teaches you the word of God. Get involved with a church that's going to teach you how to get about your father's business. With that being said, we want to say thank you. Again, we love you with the love of the Lord. Good night, everyone. Good night.
ya nangis-nangis. 